The following podcast contains opinions and viewpoints held by the podcasters that do not necessarily reflect the opinions or viewpoints of potential sponsors or third-party hosts. Any content provided by our podcasters or of their opinion are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Enjoy! episode podcast today we wrap up our video game section by talking about the fps games that is first person shooters uh, i am your host justin joining with me as usual is john in boston Say hey hi, what's up this week i am sponsored by smith and forge hard cider since nobody's gonna ask me what i'm drinking this week you're sponsored by them really i mean i like to think i am i drink a lot of cider okay i got a new uh sponsor too john do you want to hear about my sponsor I mean, I'm currently bleeding from the ears right now. Holy levels, Matt Batman. <laughs> the, my sponsor this week is a compendium of people who don't care about what John is drinking every week. You know what? I'm going to tell everybody just for you. Nice. Hey, can who we, else we, is at the podcast table? Yeah, now? I was going to say, can we get back to uh, roll call here, please? So uh, joining us as usual, since, you know, now that I've been interrupted, uh, Rich. Hello. And finally, Steve. What's up? You forgot uh, somebody. Who did I forget? Your little brother. Travis? No, Ryan. He never said hello. You just started with me. He jumped in and then... Well, yeah, that's this because great... he jumped in. He fucking talked. So you know what? <laughs> Fuck him. He got his introduction. Hello! You don't he got his nice fucking introduction. Ryan. Yeah, okay. So we're talking... God damn it. I hate you guys. I know uh, you do. So we're talking about FPSs this week. So things like Borderlands, Call of Duty, um, you know, all, all those awesome games that we all used to play on the N64 or the PlayStation, you know, all those awesome living room games we used to play. You know, Halo, uh, that was one of the, the amazing ones that we spent hours and hours playing. But we are actually going to start off with something that's going to transition a little bit that John suggested, and it's called Brother in Arms, Hell's Highway. Uh, yeah, so it's it's the latest one that I actually played. There was a couple that were before that. There was uh, Road to Hill 30. Yeah, let me bring up the website again real uh, But I mean, like, Hill 30, uh, Double Time came out in 2008. But I think that one was, yeah, that one was for the Wii. Hour of Heroes was mobile. Um, Global Front was a, a... But then, I mean, like, there were a couple of, you know, uh, DS ones that were semi-fun. There were a couple for the PSP. But the, the thing that about this series of games was that you moved your troops over tactically, like you had squad-based warfare, and then when you got into an actual firefight, you took command of, like, your little, your dude. And you actually, like, fired from either, like, a first or a third person perspective, depending on what kind of weapon you had. Okay, so yeah, so it was kind of RTS meets FPS kind of thing. So that is a good transition element. So there was the RTS element where you actually moved your troops, and then once you got into position, you took control of your troop, and the FPS aspect came into play. Well, so more so, you, I, I, if I'm remembering correctly, and I, I should have done better research on this one, this is one of those, like, I thought about it three minutes before we started, you know, talking about it. But you were in control of your guy always, but then you also got to, like, move up your guys. So, uh, I mean, I remember there was always, like, an MG team, like, a, a field of fire, which was just, like, two dudes with BARs and, like, a rifleman. 
um, like a guy with a bazooka every once in a while. And I remember uh, vividly that you got a tank in a couple of missions, which was probably the most fun. Okay. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. The downside was the uh, the multiplayer aspect of it. If you were on the side who decided to bring like a machine gun to a tank fight, you just lost the game because you couldn't destroy the guys. And okay. Yeah. So tactical meets FPS. Yeah, that's that's pretty that's cool. Pretty great. Yeah. It, it was a lot of fun. I mean, it it still holds up to this day. You know, I was going through and I was I, I want to see if I can find like a, a a let's play of it because it's just one of those games where I think I can still enjoy it. You know. I played it going on 11 years ago, 10, 11 years ago. So, you know, I, I talked last week, you know, at end of RTS games, I still play two decades later. So you you know what that reminds me of, of an RTS with an FPS in it? The game that we were promised for so long that it was supposed to come out and still never came out. The FPS version of Starcraft the, Ghost. Of Starcraft, yeah. So... I've looked into that game, and that was actually supposed to be... I basically think Splinter Cell meets the StarCraft universe. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I've seen some early plays of it, and it was a lot of, like... It was clunky, to say the least, but it still looked kind of interesting. Yeah, but it was never finished, is my my point. I mean, like, no, it could have been an amazing goddamn there... game, and they just never finished it. There were a few really good, like, cutscenes of it. Like, there's one where a general is marching his entire army through, like, a canyon, and then the alien Zerg attack and just wipe him out. Uh, and then, like, the the squad of Marines and Nova the Ghost are in a dropship, like, on their way who get attacked. But beyond that, there's not much that survives from that game. That kind of sounds to me like um, a game that we talked about um, last week, which was XCOM. That almost sounds like if if you did XCOM and then whenever you had to attack the aliens, you did it like in a first-person view, which would be interesting. So uh, Brothers in Arms was similar to that. It, it played out in real time, but you still had to like move your guys around and like get them into cover, uh, whereas XCOM is turn-based. Um, but the, the StarCraft Ghost that we were just talking about, that was all real-time first-person or third-person shooter. I forget which one it was. Okay, yeah, that's cool. So, um, there is a transitional element there. As I'm looking at Brothers in Arms, I do notice that they have a uh, creator in common with another game that I wanted to go into, which is uh, Gearbox Games. Uh, Steve, do you want to tell us what game, what, what, uh, what game Gearbox makes that's it's it, like I planned this. Oh, yeah, yeah. John is the ultimate puppet master. You're welcome. I'm sorry, I'm not familiar with uh, Gearbox whatsoever. Okay, whenever you start up your favorite game of all time, there is a logo that comes up, and it says Gearbox Games. Don't tell me that you don't know what Gearbox makes. Oh, so we're going into Halo. Okay, I got this. Oh, my God. Fuck not Halo. Fuck you, dude. Seriously? No. Let's lead my, my him to the game. well. Wait, it's... No, it's I know. My Halo? favorite game is Borderlands 2. Is it? Well, Borderlands in total. I mean, you kind of have to include the first one there, too. I know you love Borderlands 2 more than Borderlands 1, but can we talk about them all completely as, like, like a full series? No. I mean, I, I mean, I could definitely do that. Borderlands 1 definitely had my favorite character, which was Brick, 
who instead of using guns uses his own fists. Uh, for Borderlands 2, my favorite was uh, the Gunzerker, who was able to dual wield two weapons. And uh, the pre sequel was Nisha, who had a whip. You just like him and, big uh, and beefy, don't you? Well, Nisha for the pre sequel had a whip, so no, not always. Well, that's no, no, no. The whip is going into another one of your fetishes, so that's that's a totally different thing. I'm just I'm just saying what? the first two characters you like him big and beefy. Oh, this is the sex episode. <laughs> yes. Isn't that what yes, I said we, before we started? We start off talking about FPSs and we get into the sex episode, definitely. I, I feel like that should be, like, the promo for this episode. <laughs> so, <laughs> I have to disagree with you, Steve. Uh, I'm not surprised. character from Borderlands, Medicore, is. He's fucking awesome. You mean eh. Mordecai? Yeah, that's what he meant. Mordecai? <laughs> No. Yeah, his name yeah. was Mordecai. Mordecai. He had the hawk or eagle. I don't really remember exactly. what it was. Uh, Bloodhawk, isn't it? Or Bloodwing? Bloodwing, which was a hawk, yeah. Yeah, Bloodwing. He's the but, goodest boy. Yeah. But spoilers, the hawk dies. Dude, okay. don't tell us. <laughs> Wait, what? The I hawk haven't died? played it yet. Oh, I don't have to. F- I don't oh, have to play sorry. it at all. I, awesome. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but like this game's been out for game. seven years. It is a cult classic. Like, if you guys haven't played it yet, you guys must know the spoilers by now. I mean, no, I, for I don't intend to join a cult to play a video game. I don't know, Steve. It's only number 33 on the list of f- top 50 FPSs, so... I don't know well, about that. I agree to disagree with you guys. <laughs> At least it made the list. Yeah, that's true. At least it made the list, especially since there's some gold up here. Like Golden Eye and I was gonna literally shit. just make that joke, you dick. <laughs> well, I beat you to it, so oh well. Well, Golden Eye is one of the greatest games of all time. That it is, and that also I guess Wait, proves hang on, hang Steve's on, point. Are we just gonna gloss over the fact that we just didn't let Steve talk about Borderlands? Yes, you were right. You were I, right. I, I am this. sorry, <laughs> Steve. Go ahead. Talk to your heart's content. Tell us why yep. you've been trying to get us to talk about Borderlands Steve, since we started. Steve, do me a favor. This. Talk for a little while because I need another. Be- yeah, I don't have much to say about that game anymore. You son Thanks, of a guys. bitch. Okay. All right, cool. So I don't have to, have to. I, talk, I, I shouldn't want to play it. Tell, oh, tell us oh, why oh, you. Oh no! It. Oh no! The game, the aesthetics of the game, like you really feel like you become part of the character that you play. Uh, all the dialogue that they have. Uh, the nonsense that you have to go through just to go through the game. I want to get the PS4 so I could get it in VR so I could feel how that's <laughs> like. Uh, I'm waiting till 2020 or end of 2019, early 2020, where Borderlands 3 comes out. I can't wait to play the new character. Wait, characters. are we talking about the same game? What are you talking about? Borderlands like, is. I know, I know, out. I've played Borderlands, but I, I don't. I don't know. The art style like takes me out of it. Why does the art style take you out of yeah. it? Because yeah. Because what's wrong with the art style? Because it's so it's so uh, comic booky. Yeah, but that's that's one of the things that brings We're people literally to that doing game. an arc on comic books. Yeah. So you don't like the cell shading type? Uh, no. What I what I mean game? is what I mean is you're talking about it being like engrossing and feeling like your character. I have the opposite feeling because of the art style and the comedy and the fourth wall breaking and everything like that. 
so that's what I'm saying. You don't like any video games whatsoever that does that kind of art style, the cell shading and all that. I don't think that's that's what he's saying. He's just he's just saying no. that Steve is saying that it's it's brings him into the game, and Ryan is saying that it's not real life. It doesn't look realistic enough for him it's, to yeah. Yeah, bring him into like, the game like that. Yeah, it's I mean Ryan, it's okay, a fun game. Also... It's a fun game. It's just like I don't I don't feel like. It's one of the games where I'm like, oh, I have to know everything about this character and story. I mean, for me personally, like, I love the Borderlands series. From Borderlands 1, 2, free sequel, and everything else. It's more of the story, the holistic storytelling for me. They're funny, there's funny quips, uh, claptrap, the interactions that the characters have. I uh, have the shiniest meat cycle. From Borderlands One to I'm Borderlands the conductor of the two. poop train. I mean, the comedy is kind of like on par with a, a Deadpool movie, in my opinion, in that aspect. Yeah, I mean, it's not the funny. Like, there's there's some moments that I did laugh. Like, I do understand. Like, Borderlands has made me laugh. Um, I, I can't really say that it's on par with with Deadpool, though. But like, I, I understand where some people could find a lot of comedy there. I'm not saying all the comedy is on par, just certain parts of it, like with Butt Stallion and that kind of shit. Like, that would be stuff that you would find the in the Lava's comic. Rising. Yeah, no, no, I, yeah. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, the, the comedy is great. So, this this is what I wanted to ask Steve. You, uh, to anyone listening, Steve is a person who, any video game that he, he plays, he picks it up, he finishes it within 24 hours or whatever, or maybe more. He plays it for a little bit, and then he always puts it down. He has he has ADHD when it comes to video games. Borderlands 2 is the one game throughout the, what, 15 years that I've known you that you never put down. You can play over and over again. You can play from beginning to end as many times as you want, and you can never get sick of it. So, why? Um, that's actually a really hard question. Because even with my ADHD towards video gaming, that's just one game that I could just get back into from anywhere. I enjoy just the amount of new things I learn about it almost every day for like new techniques for farming, new uh, ways to build your character to make it either a little more OP or go for a sniper build or a melee build. You could do multiple things with each of the characters and it's like playing a new character each time that you change its build. You could change the aesthetics of what your character looks like. You could change your name but no one really sees that as much though. But I, I definitely enjoy Borderlands 2 the most because of the DLCs that it came out with. My favorite one is actually uh, Dragon's Keep because it's a D&D uh, part of the game that you just get amazing uh, weapons like uh, doom 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 the sword explosion which <laughs> shoots out swords and it explodes into more swords I mean who doesn't want swords that's pretty great okay yeah or so the it's magic the magic yeah it's you get uh, magic missile for uh, grenades chain lightning like actual D&D terminology in this game for an FPS that's been out for the past seven years for just Borderlands 2. 
Not to mention, it's been out, what, 13 or 14 years now? Since yeah. the original Borderlands? Yeah, okay, so it's the customization. It's the amount of things that change. It's it's the... Basically, it's not boring. So if, if a game is not boring, it, it it's the most not boring game you've ever found. I mean, I will forever be able to pick up Pokemon randomly just to beat it within 24 hours, just to put it down for another, like, couple of years to not play it again. Right, okay. I, I understand that. I, I get I get where you're coming from. That's fine. Okay, so, um... Anything else you wanted to add about Borderlands 2? Because, I mean, you got, you've, you've been kind of focused on this for a while. It's something you've wanted to talk about. I wanted to give you free range here, Steve, to go off and bring anything else you wanted to, to bring up. This is your chance, um, little brother. I mean... If I was able to do PC better, I would say get the game for PC so by the time you finish the vanilla game, you were always able to do more stuff to it, like you were able to mod it to however you want. You could have random enemies spawn, random bosses spawn, different types of guns with different parts, different manufacturers, like random guns put together. So you have a shotgun that's infinity, that's like an infinity gun which is a gun that just shoots one round, but forever. But it's a shotgun that shoots uh, homing missiles or something. Who knows? Like, the game changes. You could change the game how you want it for the most part. The only thing that you can't really do is you have the set, what, three main? Three main? Or four main? Four main you characters. Have your set, you have your set three main characters plus your two add-ons. I I just don't get bored of it. I thought it was four because you uh, had you had you um, have the siren, you have the gunzerker, you have the soldier, um, and then you have the sniper guy, soldier. like the samurai sniper. Oh, four. I was wrong. Ah. Can, so we, can we talk for a moment um, about the marketing? Do you guys remember how this game was marketed, Borderlands Two? Not off the top of my head, no. The catchphrase for it was, and I quote, it's like Skyrim with guns. Really? I'll yeah. have to find that. Yeah. And I remember on Reddit, the joke was, so it's Fallout. Cool. Got it. <laughs> okay. But it's better than Fallout because there's killing and blood. I mean, that sounds like a Fallout game to me. Yeah, Fallout has all those things. Okay, yeah, so uh, I kind of wanted to take a step back for a second and uh, talk about nostalgia, because I'm looking right now at this top 50 list, and a couple of the ones at the top are a couple things that bring back some fond memories. Um, I agree, we, Army can Men, Sarge's Heroes. Yeah, right. Can we talk about another game with a really great aesthetic as far as jokes and stuff like that? Are you going to bring it up regardless? Two. Oh yes, time splitters. There you go. Time splitters two and all the time splitters are amazing games because they're funny. They're really fun as far as FPSs. They have a really cool amount of content. I mean, they have more content than most games at all. Like, and this is back before modding and stuff like that. So, and, and are yeah, they the still played in like arcades? Oh, like, isn't oh, yeah. that like the quintessential like pistol no, shooter? No, no, no. 
You're oh. thinking of the wrong thing, John. You were thinking of Time Crisis while we're talking about um, Time Splitters. Yeah, My Time bad. Crisis. Time Crisis is the one with the gun, with the actual like the gun where you hit the pedal and go up and down. No, no, no. Time Splitters is the time travel FPS where one of the characters you could be was a monkey. You there was Torok? like everything. What? <laughs> I said you mean Torok because that's the same premise there. No, 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 there's more than just, the, the monkey was just the funny one, because the monkey was like, uh, I think it was like Odd Job in uh, Goldeneye, where um, he was shorter, and they, they made the hitbox really short, so it was like hard to, to hit him, so it was, it was interesting. But I mean, there was like a duck, there was, what else, there was like a ghost, there was so there was the many. robot, the box robot. I think there was like at least 50 or 60 different characters you could play in multiplayer. Yeah. Yeah, the multiplayer plus the map creator. The map creator yeah. was amazing. The map creator, I, I remember hours and hours spent making maps, playing them, finding the greatest combination of ways of playing maps and putting them together and having fun with them. Like the one time that we built a capture the flag map, and it was two raised bases with like a sunken section in the middle and then a bridge from one base to the other. So you had to cross the bridge in order to get into the enemy base. And you had to like avoid getting shot all the way across the bridge, get the enemy's flag and then come all the way back over. Yeah. So there's yeah, only right. one way in and one way out. Yeah, pretty much. That's a pretty shitty map. <laughs> no, it was it was awesome because of how hard it was to actually win. That's a pretty shitty map. Yep. Whatever, John. You don't understand us. I mean, I mean, it just sounds extremely simple, and simple is good in most cases. I think it was fun because it was simple. I mean, even look at the the similar map on Halo, which I don't remember the name of it, but you had the the bridge itself that you could run across the below side of the bridge, or you could grab a, you like grab launch yourself across the entire map to get the flag. That's three ways across one bridge. Right. You're a pretty shitty map maker, Ryan. Well, speaking of map makers, I know one that we can all connect to. The Halo. Uh, yeah, the Halo. We used to spend hours just on the map maker itself. That's because giving each other rocket launchers, fun, swords, hammers, grenades. Guns, sniper rifles, uh, mechs, tanks, vehicles. Yeah. Well, we used to not even... The maps that we made, we didn't even play them in regular uh, multiplayer. We usually just... We just played the map maker. We killed each other in the map maker itself. And uh, we used Forge Island for the most part for that. My yeah. favorite was getting the death ball. The death sign. Yep. I don't know. I, I just never... I. I haven't had an Xbox of my own for years and years and years, so I, I pretty much never really got into Halo. I well, you used owned... to play with us. Well, yeah, I've played with you, but what I mean is I haven't finished any of the actual storylines. I haven't played any online by myself or anything like that because I, I just haven't owned Halo. Blasphemy. You're only saying blasphemy because you were technically one of the you were the best player between me and Justin because you fucking fuck shenanigans your way into. So, well, Halo I'm... was my or Halo Two was my first Xbox Live experience, 
And that's when I realized that while I was really good at video games against my friends, I was shit against the entire world. So, so I never like yep. I never liked Halo. See, I, I still didn't. play online Halo, even like with the Master Chief Collection on Xbox. There's people that a ton of shitload of people that are playing Halo Three on uh, Xbox Live. I still go into that every once in a while, and I'm not as good as I used to be with that, but I still do pretty decent and everything. It, like Halo, really, uh, I really enjoy more of the gameplay the aspect, the story behind it, and everything. It's one of the hardest shooting games that I've played, especially if you put all the skulls on on uh, Legendary. Those are some of my best memories. And that's the only way. Yeah, it's the only way I think you should play the game, too, personally. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I remember hours and hours and hours that, I mean, we used to to play late into the night just playing Halo, um, either the map creator or that wave, but I think that was in the OCT or OST. ODST. Yeah, that was in the OST. Yeah, we would take turns with that one because I had a maximum of two players. But I remember Steve used to hate playing against me in Gears of War after I was playing that a lot. Fuck you and your sniper bow. Fuck you. The torque bow is awesome, especially when you can get the perfect reload, okay? So shut up. Okay, so as far as nostalgia, what are some of your favorite FPSs? I mean, we brought up GoldenEye, we brought up Halo, but I mean, there's a bunch of other ones. The one that comes to mind for me is Perfect Dark. Fuck yeah, Perfect Dark. Yeah, Perfect Dark was one of my favorites, not only because of the the story mode itself, but also because the multiplayer is still one of the most customizable FPS multiplayers I, I think I've ever played. Yeah, oh, you yeah. just give, give me the far sight and I'll fuck you up through walls. That <laughs> thing was... <laughs> that thing was so hard to use, though. Maybe get good? Yeah, it wasn't that hard to, to use. I mean, it was just like... If the far sight was there, it was like, okay, let me just walk around the map. Oh, I'm dead because somebody used the far sight, you motherfuckers. It didn't it level out of the golden gun from Goldeneye? Yeah, but didn't uh, didn't the far sight only have like one shot too? No, it was like a it was a carbine rifle. You could fire like three or four times and then reload real quick and then fire three, four more times. Right. But it shot through walls. And you yeah, could see the, through walls, which was the best yeah. part. Yeah. Not only that, but it, it was one of the first ones I think I ever played where you can, as far as FPS multiplayers are concerned, it was one of the first ones I ever played where you can customize the difficulty of the bots. And their names for the difficulty of the bots were hilarious, because the easiest bot, if you remember correctly, was called a Meat Sim. So, yep. I, I don't remember exactly that part, but I do remember that the second 007 game that was on N64, not GoldenEye right after that, the... Um, World Is Not Enough, I think, was... Thank you, yeah, that, the, that yeah. one, yes. Um, I remember that there were bots on that one, and, uh, you know, they scaled up, too. You could change the difficulty on them, but you could only have, like... If you were playing two-player, you could only have two. If you were playing three-player, you could only have one. Yeah, there was, uh, there was actually um, the third... Uh, 007, I think it was called Nightfire, was on Xbox. We used to play that on Xbox 360 all the time. There was uh, Nightfire and Agent Under Fire, which were, they came out uh, similar time periods. And Nightfire I remember them was the one... both being great. 
Yeah, Nightflyer was the one with the multiplayer, because I remember one of our favorite maps was the Ski Lodge. Yes, and you would just bunk oh. up and play, just let them come through, and you'd set up the trip wires, the laser trip wires, and they'd walk in, blow up, and then just wash, rinse, repeat. Yeah. But didn't that also have the drones in it, too? Yes, yeah, it did. The helicopter drones. Oh, uh, yeah, and the little around. Yep, yeah. yeah, I remember that. Those things were silly. <laughs> it was really weird, but amazing at the same time, because it was like, oh, I'm gonna, you could, like, be seriously, like, hunting for someone, and then suddenly just this little helicopter comes over to you and just shoots you in the goddamn face, you're like, fuck you! <laughs> yeah, those were one of my favorite things to use. Um, I think there was, there was another map, because there was the Ski Lodge map, and then there was, there was the one that, there, the Chasm where there was the big chasm in the middle, and the oh, only yeah. way to get from one side to the other was to use the uh, cable cars that ran between them. And the thing we used to do all the time was use the uh, the homing rocket, the, the guided rocket, and try and blow each other up from one side to the other. I, re I remember the homing rocket more vividly than any other part of that game. And I yeah. also remember, like I said, the laser tripwires or the, the time bombs, because I remember... If you hit the buttons the right way, you could change the, the fire uh, thing. Yep. And you could change the time on the time bombs to like a max of, I think, like 40 seconds and just leave it someplace and run away. Yeah. And then, you like, it's like you, you, you baited people. You'd be like, come and get me, biatch. And you throw the thing down for like 15 seconds. And they, as soon as they get to where that is, it just blows up on them. It's like, oh, that bastard. <laughs> yeah. No, that game was amazing. But it had such a shitty actual storyline to it, if I remember right. I only remember the driving levels. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. driving levels. Yep, you are correct, sir. I mean, I think Agent Under Fire had the one in Japan, or that might have been the one in Nightfire. And then I remember the one in the other game, uh, you started out driving the car yourself, and then you boosted over a jump, and then you got into a rail shooter tank part of the level. Yeah, see, I don't remember the storyline that much, mostly because we used that game specifically for the multiplayer. I used it specifically for a driving simulator because I wasn't allowed Grand Theft Auto, so that was the next closest thing. Oh, yeah. we weren't, yeah, we weren't allowed Grand Theft Auto either. I mean, I didn't play Vice City until I played it at a friend's house, so... I distinctly remember bringing over Goldeneye from one of Ryan's birthday parties and your mom, like, ripping into me about it. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I oh, also yeah. remember uh, bringing over WrestleMania and the same thing happening, and Army Men's Largest Heroes and the same thing happening. Uh, yep. Yeah, I was, I was the bad influence friend, apparently. A little bit, just a little bit. And I'm okay with that fact. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> nah, that's fine. There was another one yeah, that we used yeah. to play. Don't um, say thief, because that was not an FPS. That was just a stealth, steal everything game. No, no, that's that's not what I was going to say. Um, you I was shoot a bow. I was going to say kill zone, actually. I, oh, fuck yeah, kill zone. I remember that game... Uh, because I got that game confused with Kill Switch. Yeah. Be solely because of the name, the, the word kill. Uh, kill Zone I own. Kill Switch I didn't, but kills, uh, kill, kill Switch was the one where, like, the initial shoot around corners game. Okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about. You know, about. you just bunk up someplace and you just blind fire at things. 
Uh, that's why I fell in love with that game, and then I just never owned it beyond that. I just remember that that was the thing. Kill Zone I got for like Christmas one year, and I remember just playing the ever-loving fuck out of it. I just hated how little ammo you got for like the main guns. Um, so there's another one that I just looked up because I was trying to, to find this game because we used to play this quite a lot, but it's uh, I was reminded of it. It was a PS2 game that we owned, Ryan. And I was reminded of it because it was one of the games that you uh, hated playing the first person, but... Can I, can I take a guess? Sure. Was it Cabela's Big Game Hunter 2004? No, no, no. This, <laughs> this was a game... Because that was another game where we spent a lot of time on, not for the right reasons. Just fucking around. <laughs> no, this, this was a game... Just driving the quad. This was a game that tried the to quad be... to hunt things with the quad. We just hunted bear with the quad or hunted deer with the quad. <laughs> this was a game that tried to be Goldeneye, and it failed because the story was horrible, but the multiplayer was amazing, and it was called Cold Winter. Never oh, I remember that one. That yeah. wasn't that. That was an interesting game. Right, because it the storyline was bad. horrible. Yeah, it wasn't bad necessarily, but it had a cool multiplayer. Yeah, the multiplayer was great. It was one of those customizable multiplayers that we love to play. We just played a lot of FPSs, and like uh, so, John wait, brought up, wait, we played tell FPSs. Me, tell me about that real quick, because I've literally never heard of it. So, Cold Winter was a game, I'm trying to find the release date, um, but Cold Winter was a game that came out for PS2. And the storyline was that you were an ex-agent and you were trying to stop a nuclear device from going off, if I remember correctly. Um, and most of the levels were based in Russia, which is why it's called Cold Winter. Again, this is, it's been a very Shocker. long time since, I, since I've played this, but the storyline didn't make much sense. It wasn't put together very well. It wasn't the greatest. It's It's got a 7.5 out of 10 on GameSpot, which is probably more than I would give it, but it's probably given that for the multiplayer. Um, but the multiplayer felt very much like James Bond. It felt very much like the GoldenEye and the World is Not Enough. Like, it felt like those games. Um, so the multiplayer was one of our favorites to play, and I, I think that's literally all we ever used it for. I think I only oh, yeah. used the actual storyline a couple times. I, I literally do not remember the storyline at all. Like I said, it had something I've to do never with heard the of this game. bomb, or yeah, I, I would look it up because I think we still, I still own this. It's still somewhere in my in the PlayStation Two games. But yeah, it was it was an awesome game for what it was. Yeah, I would watch some some uh, YouTube videos on it because it's it's pretty good. But I mean. That led into another game that was even better, but I don't think it had a multiplayer, which was Black. No, Black was totally single player. But Black, the amazing thing about Black was the level destruction. That was one of the, the things that it brought to the table that a lot of those other games did not. Uh, Black, uh, Black right now is actually on EA All Access. I actually- Really? Yeah, I downloaded it. I tried to play it. I couldn't play through it anymore. You know why? 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 There's no because the art style sucks. No, it's not even the art style. It's the you can't con uh, change your sensitivity on uh, your looking at all. So you're just stuck at like a four sensitivity, which is what do you say? really shitty. When you say EA All Access, was, is that on the Xbox or where'd you download that? 
Um, it's on Xbox, uh, Xbox Live. Okay. You can do that. Also, they have a PC version. Do they? Yeah. What? Yeah, there's a EA All Access for PC too. On Origin, right? Uh, something like that. Yeah. Okay. And actually, Black, like, I think about eight months ago, was free through or the Origin store. Very I'm interesting. Gonna, I'm gonna have to play it again. Like, I tried. I couldn't. It's mainly because I can't change the sensitivity, and I normally run, like, a pretty decent high sensitivity for myself. Yeah, I mean, like, that doesn't bother me at all. He's uh, a sensitive like, snowflake, folks. Yeah. <laughs> That doesn't well, bother me at all. I'm realizing because I just started playing the newest FPS to come out that everyone's now talking about. Apex. Fallout 76? Apex Legends? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I saw a couple videos on that. I it's actually a fun haven't game. played it yet. It's downloaded. I need to play it, though. So, it's a new game. It, it's basically... It's a battle royale, but you play... There's six different characters or eight different characters that you could play now, um, and they all have their own special power that they could use. But you're still all the guns are the same for everybody. It's not like everybody has a different gun. It's like one person can warp from place to place. One person can use grappling hooks. One person could heal everybody. One person can put up this giant shield. So it's interestingly, it's interesting like that. It's also one of the faster. It's not like slow as shit, like Player Unknown, Battlefield, Battlegrounds. Well, Player Player Battlegrounds better. that's slow because of the size. It's not. It's not slow because of. I mean, because if if the map was tiny, I don't think it would be as slow as it is. But it's slow because you have to find people. Fortnite can be the same way at times, depending on where you drop and everything else. You can go like. Five ten minutes without seeing anybody on the map. I actually saw a really yeah. good joke today, and it was what New makes penis? Apex Legends diff uh, funny. Uh, <laughs> what makes Apex Legends different from Fortnite? And the response, like the number one response, was when I shoot somebody in Apex Legends, they don't turn they they don't turn into an eight story build. <laughs> <laughs> that well, that's why true. that's why I can't play I can't play Fortnite anymore because I mean people just it's so ridiculous playing with people on there. But I mean I have realized I cannot play online FPSs anymore because I do not have the time to get good at them anymore. If, if I'm honest, I'm really disappointed with where Fortnite went with their you know creativity because. When that game was announced back in like 2013 or so, and it was supposed to be like this wave defense survival type game, I was really excited for it. And then I found out that if like you destroy the bottom part of a structure, everything ab above it topples too. Like that was really cool to me. And then it just became, you know, a, a PUBG knockoff and it makes me really upset. And it's, it's just not a fun game to play. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous at this point. Yeah, I've, I've never. I think I tried it once and didn't like it. So, um, not to mention, Fortnite, I also not even once. Well, I, I also got kicked off of it the first three times I tried to play it, and I later found out it was because if you have Team Viewer running, they flag Team Viewer as a cheat, like as a uh, crack, like a, well, a maybe cheat don't program. Be a cheater. Fuck you, John. <laughs> Have you ever considered not cheating? I don't cheat. I don't cheat at all. I don't cheat at video games. Fuck you, John, because you know what? <laughs> we can talk about combat arms again. 
and I was fucking awesome at Combat Arms back in the day. When Combat Arms first came out, I played that so much, I got really, really, really fucking good at that game. We both so, did. Not to dissuade you from classic games that were fun as shit, but are we not gonna talk at all about Mech Warrior? We could talk about Mech oh, Warrior. We could talk I, about Mech Warrior. You no, know, that's that's like the that was actually the first first person. I'm gonna say shooter, even though it's you're technically piloting a vehicle. But I don't remember ever being in third person in that game. I remember being in the cockpit view and just running towards like bad cats and just shooting missiles at things. That was one of the first games my dad ever actually downloaded, or I shouldn't say downloaded because it's pre-internet for me. Right. Uh, one of the first games that he bought and installed onto my, my family computer. Yeah, no, you're, you're a noob if you play it third person. You have to play it first it's, person. It's way more fun that way. You, you know there's an online version now, right? On the PC? Oh, yeah. Uh, my okay. mech is currently, it's a scout mech, and it, there's so many heat sinks on it, it's not even funny. I can literally <laughs> shoot my lasers. And so, I, I don't overheat. Foreign lasers. So, do they have any effects like the EVA units in there? I, I don't know, Rich. You should check it out. Did check someone out, just man. talk? I didn't hear anyone talk. I don't. I don't know about any anybody talking right now. Actually, yes, there is a very similar one to the EVA. Nice. You're welcome. So. I remember playing MechWarrior 2, but the MechWarrior games that I actually fell in love with after that was the ones for Xbox, so the Lone Wolf series. See, I never I, played any of those. I've only ever played it on PC. No, you didn't. Really you, good... played a, you played it on Xbox. Our uncle owned it on Xbox. Oh, okay. Well, I don't remember that, but I've played it majorly on the PC. I'm I'll say that. also much. fairly certain I've brought it over to your house once. Maybe. Again, okay, sorry. I only remember playing it on the PC. I don't remember playing it on console, but I've I've played it many times on the PC. It's it does bring up. I remember playing it on Xbox because anybody who plays it on Xbox isn't a really good gamer anyway. <laughs> because Xbox what? isn't a really good console, so yeah. Whatever you dirty console pet. <laughs> Whatever. But um, the other game that that uh, reminds me of, uh, one that I've actually played quite a lot, and I feel I'm kind of decent at, is Titanfall. That's that's probably kind of a spiritual descendant of MechWarrior. I haven't played them yet, uh, and I keep hearing good things about them, but I still haven't played those games. Well, I mean, we, we could take a look at and bring up this list of the 50 best 50 best FPS games of all time, and Titanfall 2 is number two on the list. Yeah. So, I mean, the thing I love about it is the fact that it brings together, you know, a first-person shooter as far as the human is concerned, but you can also have the mech warrior feel when you get into the mech itself. And there's a lot of customization there, too. The problem I've always had with that game is if the big thing is that we're going to bring the mechs into combat, why don't you just start in them? Well, because... You know, they get destroyed. They, they need to get ready. That's basically the whole thing. Is you have to you have to earn, you have to kill a certain amount uh, to speed up the clock. And there's also a, you know there's a clock for when your titan's gonna be ready. But you don't start in it. You start as as a human and wait for them to deploy your mech. It's easy enough to get the mech with the kills and everything else that you need to do. It's not that hard actually. I've gone full games without getting into the mech, too. I, yeah, I love the... You can also just let the thing walk around and, like, autonomously shoot at things, right? 
Oh yeah, if you get into your mech, if you have the mech show up and you get into your mech and then get out of the mech, the mech will go into sentry mode. And it, it will basically nice. follow you around. Plus with two, you can always jack somebody else's mech that they drop. Yeah, and you could also jump onto the back of enemy mechs and like disable the enemy mechs and destroy them. Um, there's also every loadout you have, there's a mech destroying weapon that you can have so that you can do more damage to uh, mechs and you get bonuses if you destroy a mech without being in a mech. People at home. That sounds fun. I want you to re to rewind this 30 seconds and take a shot every time Justin just said mech. Mac, Fuck Mac. you, John. Oh my god, Mac, I Mac. hate you people so much. Why do I hate Pe you people? People at home, I want you to go back to episode two of the Monster Menagerie episode and take a shot every time Ryan talks about that fucking undead thingamajig that he puts in every single one of his campaigns. <laughs> what undead thing? Uh, Spectre, White, I don't remember. You you had a thing and you said it like 14 times in the span of like 35 I was very seconds. excited about it, that's why. <laughs> Yeah, so I told the people to go back home and listen to, or to stay home, or drive someplace safely, go back to that episode, get to their destination, and take a shot every single time. I don't know why I told people to drink and drive, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> why Why are you telling people to go to, to listen to our first episodes? Our first episodes sound horrible, dude. Hey, listen, we gotta start somewhere. Yeah, that's true. Okay, talking about first. Number one on that list is Battlefield Bad Company 2. Yep, and I have that on PC, and I also amazing. have that on Xbox. I gotta ask you guys a question. Mm -hmm. Who do you think would win? A Soviet T-80 or Truckosaurus Rex? Truckosaurus Rex. I don't even know what either of that's, those are. So. That's <laughs> one of the big jokes between uh, Haggard and, and, and the other guy, is they just go back and forth about what truckosaurus basically it's like a it's like the monster truck thing that just eats cars and oh, okay. uh, and a t80 is a tank and it's like i think the truckosaurus rex would totally eat the shit out of that interesting it's it's one of the better jokes you guys are fucking casuals <laughs> yeah i guess we are i don't remember the storyline well enough from that See, that's another game i played for the multiplayer literally just go on youtube type in and i quote Battlefield Bad Company funniest scenes, and you will see every cutscene because they are all absolutely hysterical. Uh, there's the scene in the first one where uh, Haggard single-handedly invades a neutral sovereign country. Okay. And that's the punchline. Interesting. Folks at home, if you're if you're listening, rewind this whole episode now and take a shot every time somebody says interesting. Fuck seriously. Not. <laughs> you're making a drinking game out of our conversation. I don't think you realize how much fun a drinking game revolving around our podcast could be. No, you know why? Because we're not alcoholics. I'm not either. Mm -hmm. I mean, I might be. No, Steve, you're not. Okay. I am debating right now. Should I get the new Far Cry or not? Does that count? I guess that counts as an FPS, right? It's absolutely it an FPS. I wish I had something to play that on because it does look pretty awesome. Well, Just did you play it. 5? No, I don't have anything to play it on. Oh yeah, you don't have a good PC, and you—it's not for. And you don't have an Xbox that it's, it came it's out absolutely for? not for the Nintendo Switch. I'll tell you that. Also, no. I think it's funny that Justin's literally like looking at like four laptop screens right now, and not one of them can run uh, Far Cry. No, I'm looking, 
No, none of them are gaming PCs, and my desktop is a piece of shit, so. You gotta set up your computers so that they can run Crisis. Like, that's the benchmark. Yeah, no, I've seen that before. Another awesome FPS. I'm just curious whether this game is going to actually be worth the amount of money that it is. How much is it, 30? It's it's 40 right now. Yeah, so I waited on three to play Blood Dragon, yeah. and I gotta say, like, I would have gladly paid 40 bucks for, for Blood Dragon. I got it for 20 because I got it on, uh, on discount. But um, I don't remember what the one for four was. I mean, to be fair, a lot of that game kind of blurs together for me. But, um, I mean, go on YouTube, just watch a dude play 20 minutes of it, and, and you'll make your decision real quick. That's true. That's what okay. I shall do. So I wanted to talk about one of these that we brought up earlier that's that's a weird one on this list, but it's, it's Mirror's Edge. And it wasn't until Ryan actually brought up the fact that this it's an FPS that's on here, the fact that there was gunplay in this game. Um, but I guess it does technically count as an FPS. Does building Gundams count as an FPS, though? You just, I don't really think that's the type of gunplay we want to talk about on this podcast. Building gun? I don't. I don't oh, know can we talk about gunplay? Are we gonna talk about gunplay now? Can you be quiet, please? Jesus Christ, my ears are bleeding a second time. Seriously, people. Every time you talk, people need to turn the fucking volume down. I'm trying to fix it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we drink every time our blood starts bleeding from Ryan. Your blood starts bleeding? <laughs> I, I wouldn't, because that'll make you bleed. <laughs> that just you, means you have to drink more. You didn't finish the sentence, John. I know, I my finger slipped off the uh, control key. Uh, anyway, so yeah, Mirror's Edge. Yeah, no, uh, I mean, you play that game and you think about the building jumping and... Um, you know, all of the actual physical, so, well, not physical, I guess you're not physically doing it, but all of the actual environmental running that you have to do that you forget there's actually gunplay in that game. So it technically counts as an FPS, but does it, is there enough gunplay in that game and is the focus on the gunplay enough that it should be on this FPS list? See, I think you can take that question and reverse it and it relates to the, the game Brink where I believe it was Bethesda created it, where it was like the FPS, it had a lot to do with like uh, free running. Okay. And the the premise of it was like, yeah, you could run and jump over obstacles and shit, or you could just play the game like an FPS and not worry about that aspect and, and will it uh, distract anything from it. I look at Mirror's Edge, I mean, yeah, there's gun parts to it, but I play it more like a free running game versus a, a shooting game. Yeah, I mean, and if I remember correctly, you didn't have to use the gun. There's other ways to take down people than to use the gun on them. So I, I don't think you had to use the gun at all if you really didn't want to. You could pick up the gun and throw the gun at them. Yeah, like I said, there's there's other ways for you to take them down. So does it technically count should it be on the FPS list? I don't think there's enough uh, gunplay in actual Mirror's Edge. Yeah, that's, that's what I feel. That's why when, when I saw that it was on the list and when Ryan brought it up, I, I don't think it should be it should be on the FPS list. I don't think it's it's enough of an F FPS to be there. And I totally forgot about uh, Brink until uh, John brought that up. I played that for the longest time myself. I, I only I bought it for $60 and I immediately sold it back like two weeks later for $35 at GameStop. And I'm... 
I remember that was like my first true disappointment with a with a game I pre-ordered. My second came about two weeks later when Homefront came out because well, Homefront was like uh, it was like four hours of uh, of single player campaign and literally the shittiest online multiplayer community I've ever played with. Well, Brick is uh, free to play on Steam, just so you know. Well, I'm yeah, not- because it's it's free also for me to find food in a garbage pail. <laughs> also accurate. I'm not a raccoon. Uh, valid point. Valid point, boys. Yes, that does make sense. I guess. I, I under like I said, I I I understand what they were trying to do. They're trying to make a, a a shooter game that was you know different and a little bit more interesting. But at the end of the day, it fell so flat that I remember the online component of the game was literally just the single player missions. Wow. There was no like there were three classes. There was a light runner, a medium guy, and a heavy guy. And yep. the only difference between them was the size of the of the crates that they could jump up on. Well, I mean, if we're talking about, like, games that could be FPSs just because they have some kind of shooting element in it, like Mirror's it Edge... It absolutely is a thing. Uh, you know, it was advertised as an FPS, but it just... I remember playing that game, and every single one of my guys had a heavy machine gun and an assault rifle, regardless of who they were. Well, I was going to bring up, there's another game that's that's like that. There are shooting aspects to it, and it is first person, and that's Ark Survival. Does that count as an FPS because there's shooting aspects to it? I mean, technically, isn't that more of a survival game? Like an it open is, world survival game? It is a survival game, but in the same aspect, you can say Mirror's Edge is a free-running game. So that's that was my question. If Mirror's Edge has shooting in it and can be technically counted as an FPS on the list then can Ark be a survival FPS game as well? I'm gonna say yes and I'm gonna back it up with, with two ex- uh, two examples. Okay, go ahead. One is the um, the, the similar game to, to Ark is Rust. Yeah. Which is, again, you start with nothing, you play Nakey Rock on an island and then you get a bow <laughs> and then you get, you know, a pipe gun of some sort, and then maybe you get a shirt and you just build yourself up. But the other one, which I think was my other, was my, the first game I ever bought for my Xbox 360 was Left 4 Dead. Okay, yep, now, I play Left 4 Dead. Left 4 Dead, I say I, I use because you are literally trying to survive in that, in that. you know, it's it's four missions, you know, on, on the original. It's four missions where you have to get to an evacuation point and you have to survive that entire time. So, I mean, that's an FPS where you have to survive. So, I mean, those two examples are what I would give and say, you know, absolutely, ARC technically counts, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it's an MMO with survival aspects to it that is also an FPS. Yeah, well, no, that was just my point. If Mirror's Edge is on there, then... You know, anything that has any kind of first-person shooter aspect could technically be counted, maybe lower down on the list, but it could be counted as an FPS. You mean like Thief? Yes, oh, like no. Thief. Yes. I, so The best I, game ever made I of all time. I still count Thief, though, because Thief is not... Fuck exactly, you, John. No, Fuck no, no, hear me, hear me out. Thief is, I, Thief is to shooters what, like, what Splinter Cell is. Like Splinter Cell, yes, you have a pistol in points, but the 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 goal of the game is to sneak by everything 
Hey, 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 hey. That's a matter of opinion, because I'm sorry. You have not played, you have not played Thief 2, and you have not played the docks level, the Justin, second level Justin, that you play. Yes, yeah. I have. Yes, no, I no, have. No, 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 listen, listen to me. I used to play that game at your parents' house with you, and I remember in that level, you could beat the shit out of the Black Widow spider, and then that Black Widow spider would go and attack things for you. I remember that game. No, what I was going to say is you have not played that level until you've played it through at least once, killing every single living person that's in that level. Yeah, and I'm I'm not disagreeing that there's, like, it's from the first-person perspective and all that, but it's, it, and, and to be fair, technically, if there's no survivors to, to call in the crime, then it's, you've still, you know, it's still a self-optional mission. Yes. But <laughs> regardless to that, it, it's not... Per se, a shooter. In per that. se, you know, and that is that is absolutely like a stealth adventure game. Yeah, no, no, no I, I get your point. I just, I just, it was just a joke. I was just trying to say that that you know, it's an FPS game just because there's shooting. Because I mean, you do have the bow, and you do shoot a lot if you play it correctly. So, I mean, but that also mean Legend of Zelda is a FPS? No, because Legend of Zelda person. is in first person. It is when you pull the bow up. He's got you there. Oh, ooh, you you do got me there. It doesn't have enough sh uh, bow shooting in there to be considered an FPS, in my opinion. Again, that's a matter of how well you play it. <laughs> True, but if you're talking about uh, stealth-based shooters, I mean, one of my favorites is the Deus Ex series. Yeah, that's that's definitely. I didn't a ask for this. <laughs> I didn't ask for also, what. Also Dishonored, to be fair, because that's kind of yes. a similar vein where, you know, again, it's it, that's another one I would consider, you know, like, it's not really a shooter. You're kind of just trying to stealth around. There's actually, like, pacifist runs where you don't kill anybody except people you have to kill. You know, like, bosses and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's another one where you don't have to use the pistol one bit. Yeah, no, no, that makes sense. Okay, so anybody else have anything else to bring up on FPSs before we close out? I yeah, do. Just, it's oh, go ahead. Steve. Go ahead, Steve. Steve. You have you've barely talked since talking about Borderlands, so go Steve, ahead. Steve has the con. Yes, you so have the talking I would like, stone. So I would I would like to bring up a game that no one plays anymore, just because uh, one of our friends. Uh, I, 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 Steve, I used to not, play it with not, her a lot. Just to be that what? guy, literally almost all of the games we brought up tonight, nobody plays anymore. Yeah, I haven't played a lot of the games that we've talked about in a but you continue. I, I understand what you're saying. Continue. You cut yourself off there, Justin. Just just want to be that guy. Yeah, whatever. So, uh, anyone remember playing Destiny? Nope. <laughs> yep. Yep, Destiny's actually on the top 50 best uh, FPSs, so. I yes, I do remember Destiny. Destiny. So, so I remember playing Destiny with uh, one of our friends that actually just passed away uh, not too long ago. Yes. Uh, it, so uh, I used to play Destiny with her. I used to play it with Justin, Rich, uh, and we used to just go around just having fun, shooting the fuck out of everything that crosses our path. Well, to be honest, that game had a very loose point to it, so going around and shooting the fuck out of everything. Basically, every mission was, so... <laughs> that is very true. 
but I figured I would like to bring that up just for her. Yeah, no, that's that's a good point. I'm glad if you, you like that, you do know Anthem's coming out on the 22nd. I mean, it's not getting the greatest reviews, but it's hey, basically hey, listen, Destiny. I don't want to think things. about pop punk right now. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. so one of my favorite things is we used to do make sure when Justin wasn't available, like all of us would also hop in with my friend Eric from college. And we would make sure we do the raids every week, all the weekly specials. PBJ. Wait, was that was that Cupcake? No, that was, no, uh, was PBJ. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I remember doing the raids with you guys. It was so much fun. Wait, raids? World of Warcraft? I mean, no raids. They brought that over to Destiny. Raids were a thing. Destiny. John, too. did you just say you're in for World of Warcraft? I yes, know, you I did. Download it for RuneScape. No, download it. No, you said World of Warcraft, John. You download it now. <laughs> Yep, I'm you're, you're, totally you're gonna have to rewind this and take a shaft for saying World of Warcraft. Hey, real quick, <laughs> so you guys remember when we brought up that Griffin McElroy is a genius? Yes. I tweeted uh, that bit to him, yep. and I got a like. Nice. Not from, from? him, though. Oh. <laughs> well, well that's we a dream. Uh, Maybe he'll listen one day. But I gotta say, uh, to quote Griffin McElroy, out of the frying pan into the bear. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna we're gonna end. So Steve, why don't you tell our listeners what to do on SoundCloud since I've taken your like, thunder like, in the last comment two and, sub- and subscribe. <laughs> uh, we're never gonna be doing John's bit again. I hope you guys know this. <laughs> Worth it <laughs> for everyone else. You could go to three episode podcast on SoundCloud, Dropbox. They're all the same. Dropbox. <laughs> You mean Castbox? Is is that a thing? Castbox, Dropbox, Pornhub. Is it on Pornhub? I mean, Uh, it will be next week. Yes, I'm gonna release this on Pornhub. (laughs) Totally. Could you imagine the random people that we get from that? We'd get get subscribers that are named like Call Me Daddy, and (laughs) instead of like, but it'd be like Carly Rae Jepsen like fanfic, except the worst. (laughs) I want to fuck that boy in the mouth. (laughs) <laughs> just just instead of putting the name of the podcast, put, like, Stepdaughter Fucked or something like that. I, I, oh, man, we've really gone off the rails here at the uh, finale. Oh, yeah, totally. I, I really hope people just start uh, at Rivnot dot whatever it was. It's Twitter.com to drink more. at Rivnot. Tell me what I should be drinking, and I will do my best to accommodate. I'm in drink Boston, water. So I can't- I mean, bro. <laughs> uh, you mean vodka? I mean, Drink tea. ice cubes. Okay, are so, so that, so orange that juice is us. good for you, Josh. Oh, okay, fuck you guys. Vodka. So that brings us to the end. As usual, our email, three episode podcast at gmail.com, our Twitter, at 3EPPOD1, and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So hit us up on there, hit us up on their our email, hit us up here on SoundCloud, like like Steve and John said. Oh, um, just oh, leave I, us I, some feedback. I have a really good one for this one. A really pleasant finale, if you will. Okay, bring us out, John. Hit me up on Steam. My name is Captain Fumbles, and I would love to play some video games with you. Yeah, there you go. Play some and my video name games. Boldred did. And I am Satan's helper, which I am not going to spell out right now. So, but there's numbers involved. Yeah, uh, that's all we got, folks. So, oh wait, no, I'm Child Satan on Steam. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that we dragged this out. So, Me too. hit us up you know, on guys, Twitter, hit us up on YouTube, and everyone say goodbye to our listeners. Bye, Bob. I can't wait to go. <laughs> I'm gonna go cannonball some peasants on Shogun. Yeah.